This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to a funny feeling podcast. I'm Betsy Sadaro. And I'm Marcy Jaro. This is a podcast where comedians tell us their paranormal experiences and we listen to yours as well. Oh, yeah. And if you have one of these paranormal experiences that you want to share with us, please email it to us at funnyfeelingpod at gmail.com. Now get cozy and prepare yourself to be scared silly. silly. This is a funny feeling podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. 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 I've been, uh, hi, Betsy. <laughs> oh, hello, Marcy. Hello. I was looking up code, co- co- what is it called? A, a co- koi dog? What? A coyote dog hybrid. <gasps> what? Yeah, I just was. I've been really into like wild animals. I've been watching some TikToks, <laughs> and you'll get to see some wild animals on the TikToks. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then also, I have Critter Corner down here. I, you have, but, yeah, you have your own live action TikTok of wild animals. Yeah, I had some raccoons steal my cat food last night. <laughs> <laughs> of course. They'll, they'll take anything. Now, how you've been skiing lately? How's your How's your skiing doing? Great, really good. I last year I bought skis. Like I for like I was like I'm gonna buy like nice equipment. Got new boots, skis, poles, and these skis are awesome. They go so fast. (laughs) Like I fucking fly down the hill, which is fun. But there are moments where it's like, ooh. I am going fast. Like I need to. Is it scary? I chill out. But we're good. No, it's never scary. It's more just like, wow, I haven't gone this fast in a long time. You you know, just more of that of like, I'm going very fast. I'm in control, but I am going, I'm going fast. To, I'm going to shoot right off this mountain. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why I fly asked because I'm mountain. I saw a TikTok and this guy's like, he's got a GoPro on. So he's like, woohoo. And then he sees someone oh. just stop somewhere and he's like, oh shit. And he f- just flies off. It's like the mountain, it was just like a straight drop because it was like a road below. It was like where the mountain stopped, essentially. Yeah. And and you hear yeah. him being like, oh, holy oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he's like the lady. I had that like grapes. a couple of. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. I had that a couple of weeks ago of like, I was cruising and then there were a couple of people who were just not as like, just a little bit more out of control. And I had to like, make a quick sudden turn and just launched off of like, two knolls and I got so much air and I was like, Oh my God, (gasps) like, 
gone off a jump in years like are my fucking knees gonna explode (laughs) like what's (gasps) gonna happen and i just i everything was fine but it was just like oh my god i didn't want to do that but i did it i didn't even know that that was a thing that i didn't know amateurs actually did that yeah what like go like jump and stuff or yeah i i didn't know that like i thought that was like uh pros only bro <laughs> no way man no way when i was growing up i would go huge and just like Whoa. eat shit so hard i just shattered goggles i would constantly just be crashing <laughs> I swear I know how to ski, though. <laughs> God, I gotta come and watch sometime. Yeah, I guess you can't really watch someone ski. Yeah, I mean you could you could sit outside and then see me see when I crash down into at a the lodge. <laughs> <laughs> see if I ski into the lodge. I ski all the way through. I grab a cup of hot cocoa and I keep cruising out. Absolutely. And then you land in a hot tub. I land in a hot tub full of babes. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) All right, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I got to come watch that. I can't wait to watch you. You got to come. It's wild. Every time I end my day, I end up in a hot tub with a bunch of hot people. I just imagine you skiing through a lobby and someone's about to take a bite of a hot dog and it goes oh. right straight down your throat. <laughs> oh. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> I wash it down with somebody's beer. <laughs> you scream, is this kosher? <laughs> oh, fun. I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish. God, I, I wish. Oh, if only one day. If only uh, one day I would ski through a lodge and eat a hot dog in one gulp and drink a beer and land in a hot tub. Hot tub time machine. Hot tub time machine, everybody. This episode, we're going to not talk about spooky things at all. Only talk about the movie Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> hot, hot Tub Time Machine. Hot um, tub I time guess machine. we should damn well get into it, huh? Let's get scared. I'm all excited. Right. I'm going to go ahead and start us off with... <gasps> A, a a listener story that is i think well we're listening to all the longer ones so like just buckle up guys you fucking know the deal all right <laughs> very good intro oh i'm <laughs> so good at this <laughs> just fucking buckle up you know the fucking up. deal whatever it's, man yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> substantial i haven't listened to it but i did see how many minutes it was Whoa, all right okay let's Here we do go. it Betsy and Marcy, my name's Melanie and I'm calling from Dania Beach, Florida. Um, I have a ton of experiences um, that I've had throughout my life, um, ever since I was a little girl. Um, I could probably talk for hours. Um, <laughs> but um, I've decided to share. Um, you know, a couple of my most recent experiences, um, you know, and then like another one I'll kind of throw in, um, you know, since it kind of falls under the category of another one, just like, you know, like traveling and um, experiencing something along the way. 
Uh, so I will start with my most recent experience. Um, this actually happened to me last week and I was like, what? <laughs> so, um, let's see, where do I start? My great grandma Lorraine, um, she passed away, um, about 10 years ago. Um, we were pretty close. I lived with her for a while. Um, you know, in the last few years of her life, she had Alzheimer's. Um, and, um, you know, we just kind of bonded a lot. Well, she had this um, stuffed animal that she always kept in her house. Um, it was always on her couch. I remember, you know, seeing it when I was a little kid. We actually have a picture together. Um, and the cat is actually in the background. And when she passed away, her daughter, my grandma, um, you know, asked me, you know, she told me to go into her room and, um, you know, I could pick something out that I wanted uh, to keep, to remember her by. Um, so I went into the room and I was, you know, just, very drawn to the cat because it was something that you know really reminded me of her um, so I've had this cat you know this whole time now about 10 years and um, my my grandmother's dog actually chewed it up a little bit um, you know like it chewed the cat's nose off of it so um, I kind of just had it like on the top shelf of my pantry just hanging out um, I've been wanting to, um, you know, like fix it up and put a new nose on it for a while now. I figured, um, you know, like I'll fix it up and eventually give it to my daughter who is um, a year and a half. And, um, you know, I was cleaning up the pantry uh, last weekend and, um, you know, I just was kind of looking at the cat and I was like, you know, you shouldn't be just sitting in here alone. So I took the cat and I put it in my daughter's room um, on the windowsill that is um, like where her crib is sitting. It's right up against the wall where the window is. And um, you know, that was that, it was, it was just sitting there. Well, um, a few days go by and I'm home and you know, just, going about my business and for the first day that this started happening I just kind of dismissed it I was like all right you're working a lot like you're not seeing this but I kept seeing shadows out the corner of my eye um, you know just in the house and like I said I was just like you know I'm full of shit like I'm not seeing anything so the next day, after work and everything, I'm in my bedroom and I look out of the bedroom and I very clearly see a shadow um, in the middle of the room, like briskly float by. It's on the floor um, and it was maybe about three feet tall, but it was just kind of like whoosh. Um, and I was like, all right, no, like, 
I definitely saw something. Like, what? I, I don't understand what's going on. So, um, you know, like, when I saw it go by, it was um, going in the direction of the back of the house. There's a bunch of stuff back there, including my daughter's bedroom. Um, so then, uh, you know, like, a little bit later, I'm sitting on the couch um, in my living room watching TV. Uh, my daughter's playing on the floor right in front of me, and I have, like, a clear view into my daughter's room, and it happens again. I see another shadow um, kind of, like, swoosh by in her room, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, you know, like, what is this? So I start focusing into her room, and she has a lamp, and in front of the lamp I could see like the air in f the space in front of it was like warped like if you poke water the way that it kind of like ripples that's what happened but it it, it wasn't like anything that you could see it was just kind of like a warp in the air um and I was just staring at it like what? <laughs> what am I seeing? So just completely confused. I, I get up and I step just into my daughter's room. I'm looking at the lamp. And as my eyes are focusing on the lamp that is about two feet in front of me, I notice that, you know, like where I'm staring in my view, the cat is right on the windowsill behind where I'm looking and it just kind of all hit me like oh <laughs> you know this this is this is something um and it wasn't scary I didn't feel threatened by it um it just kind of like really took me by surprise I was like you know this has to be my grandma um you know, the fact that I placed it over where my daughter sleeps, um, you know, like just my mindset, you know, I'm thinking like maybe I created some type, some type of energy that, um, you know, caused her to maybe use this doll as, um, I don't know, um, a way to communicate and come through and check out what was going on. So I just very politely said, um, you know, hi, um, you know, I, 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 Grandma, I think this is you, like, you know, I'm glad that you came to visit, but, um, you know, it, it's a little scary, so um, if you don't mind, like, um, like please stop. <laughs> um, so, you know, after that, I, I was like, all right. And then, you know, it just didn't sit right with me to leave it over where my, my daughter sleeps. So, uh, you know, I, I respectfully put it back where I got it from um, and told my husband that um, our daughter was going to sleep in the bed with us for a couple nights to make sure things calmed down. Uh, but, yeah, that, that was, um, you know, the experience that I just recently had um and i uh hope you guys like that one uh it definitely got me 
um, so the one second recent to that, um, I'll tell you guys about, um, I was me and my husband and, you know, our daughter and my two brother-in-laws, we were all traveling from South Florida to Helen, Georgia for a car show. <clears throat> um, we decided to drive through the night so that the baby could sleep since it was such a long drive, you know, it'd just be easier to do it while she was sleeping. And um, it was probably about three in the morning. We had gotten to, you know, maybe like the almost, almost like to the end of Florida. So at like 3 a.m., the transmission in my brother-in-law's car kind of like takes a crap on him. Um, and since it's so late at night, you know, there's nowhere open. So <clears throat> we decided like, all right, let's, let's just pull over, um, find a hotel, sleep it out. Um, and, uh, you know, in the morning we'll, we'll fix it and be on our way. So I, I want to say it was like a holiday in, um, you know, like a new building, nothing weird. Like we all go in, um, you know, I lay down with my daughter immediately. <clears throat> um, and go to sleep. Um, my husband and one of his brothers, meanwhile, are, you know, like downstairs looking at the car for a few before they come back up. Um, and then eventually they come back up and go to bed as well. Um, sometime in the middle of the night, I woke up all of a sudden. Um, I was very dazed. Um, kind of, I don't know, it felt like I was in some sort of trance. Um, you know, I'd, I've never had sleep paralysis, but, um, you know, I guess I could kind of describe it as that because I, I couldn't really move. And I noticed on my husband's side of the bed, um, there was somebody standing there. And it was kind of a glowing figure. Um, and as I focused on it, 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 it was an elderly man. And he was just kind of like standing there and looking down at my husband. And I just remember being so, um, I was just really out of it. I couldn't really move. I, I just felt like, like everything was kind of slurred and I stared at him for a little bit and um, that was it. Like, I guess I just fell back asleep. Um, so it was, it was just a bit weird. In, in the morning, you know, we, we got out of there. I didn't say anything to my husband because he's the biggest sissy in the entire world. I didn't want to scare him. I didn't want to freak him out while we were still in there. So I just didn't say anything. Um, you know, we ended up fixing the car and getting back on the road within, you know, an hour or two of waking up. 
and while we were you know driving I decided I was gonna bring it up to my husband just because it was really bizarre and it, you know I it, I just wanted to talk about it so I tell him what happened and I looked over he's driving and I noticed he like went completely pale and I was like uh you know what's up and he goes okay um basically what he said was that when he came back into the room after um, I was already asleep, he dropped something on the floor around our bed and was kind of like crawling around in the dark trying to find it. And he smelled like this really strong smell of like an elderly person. <laughs> And it blew my mind because I was like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Um, so, yeah, that was like the only shared experience that, you know, I've ever had with someone. And it just kind of confirmed that, like, no, that wasn't sleep paralysis. Actually, there was a creepy old dude staring at us while we were sleeping. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, that that's... Um, you know, that, those are two of my most recent um, stories. And, uh, you know, I, I know I said that I'd share one more um, that happened when I was traveling, but I don't want to take up too much of you guys' time. Um, so, um, yeah, I really enjoy listening to you guys, and I hope that you use my story. Um, and uh, thank you. Stinky old man ghost. I know that Betsy often refers to things as nasty, but that's nasty. nasty man. That <laughs> that's is so nasty. Ew, what a perfect ugh, what a what a perfect description for like stinky old person. Yeah, smell. it's like that medicinal <laughs> kind of <laughs> almost like pepperminty kind like, of their body is decomposing <laughs> i think you're I'll still be alive but like you're <laughs> melting away <laughs> the old people i grew up around were very into masking their odors so <gasps> with like cologne and yes and some and mouthwash yeah yeah oh boy Oof. that's that's so funny too that you saw the person and right. then your husband smelled, smelled them. Because against uh, stereotypes, because women are supposed to have better sense of smell. So, <gasps> really, is that true? I think that's true. Yeah, or oh. maybe men are just <laughs> nasty and they don't mind stinkies. I think men don't mind stinkies. Also, I this is TMI, guys, but when I'm certain times of my cycle, my menzies, oh. I have like an intensely heightened sense of smell on some, it's just some days of the month. Whoa, because I feel I've had that where I'm like, why? Yeah, like everything is 
Yeah, like I'm smelling more hardcore. Hardcore <laughs> smells. Yeah, stuff is hitting me harder. I'm like, whoa, dude. I I believe mine is correlates with my like cycle. Is that a thing? I believe it's a thing. Whoa! You gotta sniff out that. You gotta semen. start helping the police, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that semen. I gotta make my egg a baby. <laughs> Look, I can help you find the missing boy, but I gotta <laughs> wait until the third one. I'm ovulating. <laughs> I gotta wait till it's a heavy flow and then I can tell you where that kid is. <laughs> you know, one ovary really kicks me in to drive better than the other ovary. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> do ovaries alternate? I believe so. Whoa. I don't know if it's exact clockwork, like left, right, left, right. Hey, go. You're, it's your turn. It's your turn no, this month. I don't, I think don't it is. have any eggs that I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't just get like rid them. of whatever. Just get no, rid of what. Uh, because you, then I do that, and then she has another kid, just like Abigail. <laughs> oh, I hey, look, I know we both <laughs> fucking hate Abigail, but you it have to still fault. do your it job. Was bad, it was, it was your egg. fault. It was your fault, but that's fine. We're moving on from that, okay? Well, Abigail's we, a little asshole. She's an asshole. She's an asshole. We hate her. But we still have to do our job. Okay. <laughs> that's the term bad egg. It all came into clear vision now what that means. Oh, I thought it just meant like a stinky egg in your basket of eggs. Well, now it makes me think that it's a stinky egg in my basket of eggs inside of my uh, <laughs> reproductive your, system. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my own egg store. Uh, my own egg store. I in call the it. the Mall of Betsy. Uh, <laughs> what do you call your egg store? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't mind me just going through the produce down to the egg aisle. <laughs> That's what we call, is that what you call having sex now? Going grocery shopping? <laughs> Let's go grocery shopping, huh? Huh, yeah. baby? <laughs> yeah. Fill mm. up my basket with whatever you want. <laughs> Look. Does this analogy work perfectly? Does it map A for A, B for B? Not exactly. Not exactly, but hey, there hey. are eggs in me and there are eggs in grocery stores. <laughs> That's it. Also, that ripple, that Dude, rippling water thing. That's, that's strange. Wh we've, ne we've, we've never heard that. No, but it's one of those things that you've, I've definitely seen visuals of it in television and movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. But never it, like, I've never heard somebody be like, that's what I saw, which is nuts, dude. That's some portal stuff. There. That's some big old portal stuff, dude. Your granny stuff cat is actually a vortex. Ooh. Yep. That makes sense. Your you, granny's stuffed cat is a vortex. You got to watch <laughs> out for those. You'll fall right in. You'll get sucked right in and then you'll get shot back out and your eyes will be on your ass and your <laughs> nose will be on the back of your head and you'll look weird. Oh, uh, you'll look bizarre. <laughs> a bizarro head. You'll be a bizarro head. <laughs> look, I don't mean this the wrong way, but you look uh, like a bizarro head. Okay. Okay. Thank also, you. 
my bigger question, Melanie, do you have a barber shop in an airplane that was currently <laughs> flying? Or were you cooking dinner in a Mack truck? <laughs> Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Uh, <laughs> there were so many sounds that I was like, oh. It was fun. It was, it was, maybe she's a Foley artist. Maybe Melanie's yes. a Foley artist crunch, and is crunch, like, crunch. sorry, I got I'm doing the reboot of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So I <laughs> she's gotta, like multitasking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to tell my ghost story, but I will, yes, I will get you the buzzing. Let's go. <laughs> I just heard so many different, it was like almost, I, we should start a game where it's like a name that sounds. <laughs> yes, we sh- I'm in. Yes, at so, one point it sounded like a little plane was, like she, a remote control plane was flying around. But then I was like, is that Clippers? Is she like buzz cutting or someone? Or is she buzz cut? Maybe she works for the army and is giving people buzz cuts. Yeah, I. that's why I thought maybe she, that's why I said, does she work in a barber shop that is also in a plane? So they're going to battle Yes, overseas. and you gotta get your hair cut. Gotta get it tight. You gotta get that high buzz. And high and tight. High and tight. And then I was like, <laughs> is she cleaning a fish? <laughs> I thought she was descaling a fish for a while. <laughs> I think <laughs> does this is an ADD brain thing that you you fixate on stuff like that or is it maybe just, I don't know I like noises so yeah. noises on noises off you know oh, what I'm yes. saying oh yes oh yes oh yeah oh yeah you want me to read one <laughs> please okay this is called Beach House Ghosts ooh that Beach sounds House. like a fun R.L. Stein book dude. Totally does. Oh, or like a fun 80s movie. Yes. Huh? Okay, here we go. I'm Beach excited. Beach Bimbo Ghost. <laughs> Beach Bimbo Ghost. <laughs> Hi, ladies. This is my second time sending in an email, or potentially third, I don't remember. <laughs> but I've been meaning to send this story in for the last couple of months and just remembered. My grandma passed away back in October. She was very old, but it was still a very long and heavy process. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, She wasn't in a nursing home, so at the end we decided it would be okay to see her despite the pandemic. Uh, And because of the pandemic, we knew we couldn't stay in a hotel. So my parents went to the family beach house. It sounds a lot fancier than it is. (laughs) And my sister and I joined them later. The house has been in our family since the late 1930s. Whoa. And sits on the water in Connecticut. And because it's been around since the 1930s and hasn't been updated since then, it's always been a little haunted and basically (sighs) unlivable after the first cold day of the year. Whoa. Whoa. That sounds creepy. Absolutely creepy. Although, guys, you could make it livable. Yeah, you can make it livable. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Uh, Do you hear that sound? Uh, There's a plane outside. Oh, and there's a blender inside my house. Oh, wow. Look at that. So many. 
That's perfect. Um, There's just a plane right outside. It's just <laughs> strolling right down the street. <laughs> yeah, your hair is blowing. Like, oh, yeah. That's your rude. whole house is blowing away, man. I'm going to call and make a complaint with the city. I don't think they should be allowed to do that. <laughs> Can you please not have planes driving down our streets? Um, hi. I, my name's Marcy. I'm a resident in the neighborhood. <laughs> I hate to be a Karen about this, but someone's been driving their 747 down my street. And then the one the one person with a big pilot's hat is like, bro, yeah, who is that? They like yeah, slump who's doing down that? in their seat and take their hat off. Uh, yipes. Uh, I'm gonna get out of I'm gonna get out of here. And then we hear a big plane. <laughs> Okay, okay. (laughs) I I feel like this is how I like. I feel like I'm high. I'm not. Um, but this is uh, how I get this way, man. We (laughs) get this way. way. We get this way. Okay, whatever. Here we go. Here we go. I don't remember a time when I didn't hear ghosts walking around upstairs or catch snippets of mumbled conversation. Ew. Ooh, ooh, Ew. A, that made my chest tighten up. Oh, God. Apparently, when I was a baby, my mom woke up and my great-grandmother was leaning over my crib to say hello. <gasps> there have always been ghosts, but it's never been um, uncomfortable or unwelcoming. But the week before my grandma died, the hauntings were loud. Ew, that's nasty. Describing a haunting as loud is so creepy and perfect. Okay. It was impossible to be in the house. It was impossible to be alone in the house without hearing conversations or footsteps. At night, someone would pace up and down the hall. My sister and I slept in the same room and we both woke up to people standing at the foot of the bed. (sighs) I woke up to someone sitting on her bed. Our closet door would open and close. Our bedroom door would open and close. My sister walked upstairs in the middle of the day and a man was standing in the room before he turned to smoke and vanished. What the hell? This is, this is nutty. This is a loud haunting. The house doesn't have insulation, so it was cold and drafty in October. And even though there were only four of us staying in the large, drafty four-bedroom house, it felt crowded and loud. Oh. After a particularly harrowing night with my grandma, my sister and I left to go home and wait out the end. When we got home, my mom called uh, called to tell us our grandma had died. Um... We had a few days before going back for the very tiny funeral. When we got to the beach house again, it was silent. (gasps) There were no ghosts, no opening doors or closets, none of the usual snippets of conversation or creaking floorboards either. The house was totally empty. (gasps) My family thinks that maybe they were there for my grandma and after she left, they left with her. I also think that this house is full of salt water and sand and salty ocean air that the old wood beams are probably holding on to so much and that most of the hauntings are just residual. But the week before my grandma died, it was actually people visiting. I'd love to hear what you think, too. Thank you so much for a really great podcast. I love the way you talk about hauntings and touch on death. My grandma also loved creepy things. And I think that if she wasn't totally baffled by computers and iPhones, she would have liked your podcast too. Sarah. Wow. That's so nice. That's so nice. 
I agree, but I think it was grandma's family. <gasps> that made it. Yeah, I think so, too. And then that's nice. That's nice. They were just like, ugh, where are the towels in here? <laughs> I'm not sleeping on the couch. Uh-uh, this couch is nasty. It's from when we were alive. And we were nasty in the 30s. We were disgusting. We didn't even have vacuum cleaners. Can you imagine? How no did we vacuum. get things up? How did we fix things? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we did it. We just opened the door and swept out into the lake. <laughs> right into it. <laughs> right into <But> the beach. <laughs> I As soon as... Uh, they said that the house felt loud and crowded. I was like, that's exactly what it is. It's everyone coming. Wow. You Wow. Just preparing of like, hey, cool. Another person. Let's go. We're ready yeah. for you. We're all going to be there. We can't stay in the hospital. It's too crowded with other ghosts. Right, right, right. Apparently, someone's been letting in a bunch of other ghosts in here. It was me. <laughs> um, Nurse Lackey. Well, I just, hey, man, I just like it. I just like it. I don't have any human friends, so I hang out with ghosts. <laughs> I also really like a creepy grandmother. Love that. Yes. Love a creepy grandma. Absolutely. I what hope my say? grandmas were creepy. I don't think they were. Well, it doesn't really help you if they were. <laughs> they have to be creepy to you. I know. I'm trying to think if... I mean, my whole family would tell ghost stories, so... Yeah. Yeah, your yeah. family's creepy. They are they honestly pale as hell. <laughs> Always got wet hair walking around the street at Ew, night. Yeah, they're all, all of them wear long nightgowns. Long. Uh, <laughs> and it's hot in Louisiana. Ew, so I don't know yeah, why you don't do. need that. That's just an extra blanket. Uh, Come uh, on. <laughs> but also, I don't like the alternative of you being a naked ghost. So Naked ghost. Uh-uh. Naked ghost. You're naked just a rotting ghost. Like the lady in The Shining. Oh. oh. Remember her? You remember her? I know her well. We're best <laughs> friends. Oh, uh, yeah. Why did I? She's standing behind you. That's uh. Why did I ask if you remembered her? <gasps> you just grabbed her weird decomposing boobies. It's not weird. It's natural. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. She's I'm my sorry. friend. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's nice. She's nice. Body shame, my rotting friend. How dare you? Just tell her to go back to your tub. You tell her to go back to my okay, tub. I will. Excuse me, ma'am. Go back to your tub. <laughs> oh, she said no. She said, "Who do you think you are?" That's Who fair enough. It's not. <laughs> that's fair enough. Stay out of the tub. No, it's wet there. I'm trying to dry off. Oh, lady, too late for that. It's too late to dry your body. It's too late. It's too um, late to dry your body. You're rotting. <laughs> it's all, all right. Out. This okay. one is entitled Quarantine Ghosts and a couple of other ones. Great. Yeah. Hi, Marcy and Betsy. I've got a couple of ghost stories for you, and I'm trying not to make this too long, so let's get into it. Ow. 
My roommate and I lived in a semi-old apartment in Boston, and we were pretty used to some creepy shit happening. She has her own personal Katy Perry-loving ghost, but... Katy Perry-loving ghost. She's just like, I kissed a ghost, and I liked liked it. it. Tastes Tastes like like dust and a white sheet. (laughs) White sheet. <laughs> that's good man that's you know, good <laughs> sometimes i don't even know what i'm gonna say but i know i'm gonna say something something's gonna come <laughs> out and it's good it tastes like dust and a white sheet <laughs> be like a ghost is totally gonna taste like a sheet <laughs> just so funny <laughs> <laughs> dust and white sheet it makes sense it makes perfect sense uh, okay it does make sense it's so funny uh since we since we started quarantining we're actually hearing from our ghosts whoa the first time was right at the beginning when we were watching a lot of ghost adventurers one <gasps> of our ghosts would play loud show tunes on the closed laptop when we were when we would turn the show off to watch something else what <laughs> hello my baby hello, hello my, my darling wait what is a show tune do you think a classic one is uh memory da, 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 from cats yes got it yes um, yes yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely that's a show and it's a tune that's a show. it's a tune show tune Show tune, showtime. Okay. The <laughs> second time was probably a couple of months ago, but who knows? Time is meaningless. Dude, <laughs> I know. I was getting out of the shower and we had the Roomba running in the rest of the apartment. <laughs> so I should run my Roomba more. Um, I was standing, my cats are very afraid of it though. <laughs> I saw a very funny video of um, a baby just chilling on a Roomba. Oh, that's very funny. Did you funny. see that? No, but I like, want to. Like totally just like hands behind their head, just cruising yeah. around on a Roomba. It was great. Okay. My cats are scared of everything, though. <laughs> I bet. I told you the raccoon stole a bunch of food on the porch and the cats this morning when I woke up. I don't know how they had opened every like curtain in the house. Ooh. I think they were going frantic about the raccoon. Yeah, they were probably losing their shit. Oh my god. That's my cat food. Hey. It's not their cat food, but they're very territorial. <laughs> okay. Uh so Roomba was running while they were in the shower. Great. I was standing by the door when I heard the Roomba bump into the wall and heard someone whisper, Oh, sorry. <gasps> I tried to make fun of my roommate for oh, apologizing to the roommate for, to the Roomba, but she was all the way in the living room listening to music. <gasps> The most recent time, maybe it was the Roomba, though. You don't know. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oops, uh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> uh, that's what they sound like, Betsy. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> uh, we had one when we first moved in here together, me and Mano, and then um, we would feed it chips. <laughs> Did it break? It did eventually. <laughs> you fed it too much. It's we like a goldfish. You can't overfeed yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, the most recent time was the other morning. I was lying in bed being lazy while my roommate made coffee and I had the door partially closed. The first thing I hear is our cat stumbling over each other and then a voice whisper, excuse me. <gasps> I got chills again. 
There hasn't been much else other than some flickering lights and music being played on the closed laptop, but the speaking is way more than we ever heard before quarantine. My next ghost story is from when my family and I were visiting Savannah. Oh! It was a really rainy day, and my family was killing time shopping along the river. Mm-hmm. While my dad and sister went into a store with my uh, blah blah blah, what <laughs> my dad and sister went into a store, my mom and I didn't care about. The two of us stopped in a cafe to grab bottles of water and coffee. We were take blah. I just stopped being able to read this moment right now. That's okay. I get it. We were talking at the small table, and we both looked up at the TV, which was on one of those morning talk shows with the subtitles on. After a couple of minutes, regular morning show chatter of a couple of minutes of regular blah, blah, blah. After a couple of minutes of regular morning show chatter, the subtitles on the TV read, get the fuck uh, out of my chair. (gasps) And our water bottles slid right across the table. No. We immediately got up and moved to another table, but we tried to recreate the water bottle sliding to see if it was condensation because it was such a humid and rainy day, but we couldn't recreate it. I asked my mom, who says she doesn't believe in ghosts, but sees them everywhere. Okay, classic mom. (laughs) About it recently, she pretended to forget and then went, was that the thing with the water bottle? (laughs) So at least I know I, I was remembering it right. Wow! Get the fuck out of my chair! Ew! On the—that's so like, uh, uh, kind of Freddy Krueger style, or so, like, yeah, they're th- like the like Michael cl- Strahan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is he screaming? Get the fuck out of my chair! <laughs> oh my gosh! Savannah Guthrie's lost her damn mind. <laughs> Wow, those are oof. The wi- the whispering is just. Excuse me. Excuse. Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse uh, me. Did I? Did I? Oh, excuse me. Yeah, maybe you're haunted by Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel. Uh, <laughs> Pardon me, big boy. That's not Steve Urkel. That's someone else. Uh, <laughs> my final story is from when I oh. lived in Strasbourg, a small French city on the German border. It's Whoa. actually changed countries a few times during World War One and World War Two. That's funny. It was like, nah, I'm German. Nah, I'm French. Nah, I'm German. Nah, nah we're I'm French. French. Yeah, we're French. I slept Strasbourg in a tiny- sounds German. Yes, That's it does. Well, it's spelled Strasbourg. <gasps> so then that's French. Strasbourg. <laughs> Strasbourg. That's how you pronounce it in French. Okay. I slept in a tiny room in an old building and it never really creeped me out. But one night I woke up and knew I was being watched. Oh, God. I opened my eyes and a little girl wearing a jumper and a cardigan with a tiny bow in her hair was staring at me. Sick. My body froze. I fully could not move. I didn't know if I've ever been so... I don't know if I've ever been so scared in my life. I waited and waited for what seemed like a very long time, but who knows how long it was until she eventually faded away. I started shaking so hard that I didn't fall back to sleep. I eventually mustered up the courage, enough courage to spring across the room and turn on the light. 
I knew it wasn't a dream because I know that I woke up and have pretty bad vision. So sometimes when I wake up, my eyes turn shadows into objects or animals or bugs. It was, it's really weird and sometimes freaky, but, uh, before they can fully adjust to the dark, but I know after a second or so that it's fake. I went a little insane over the next few days. I told all my friends about it and didn't sleep very well because I was so scared and eventually I had to sleep in the room with my lights off. Oh, yeah. I made a deal with myself that number one, I would sleep facing the wall so I didn't have to look at her. And two, if she happened to show up again, I would ask her to leave. All yeah. smart, smart, smart. Smart. So I fell asleep and woke up again sometime during the night and I needed to pee. I rolled over to run to the door and she was there. I immediately pulled the blankets over my head like a baby and tried to calm myself down. I peeled back the covers a little and I could see her shoulders. So I waited and waited. She didn't move and she didn't fade away, but I had to pee. I made a decision, pulled back the sheets to tell her to leave and she was gone. I never saw her again. Thanks so much for your great podcast. I've it's you have really sustained me during quarantine and I'm sorry this email is so so long. Maybe I'll send another one soon with some of my other family ghost stories. Love you guys, Sarah. Wow. Sarah attached a picture of her cat from when we listened to you together this afternoon. The other cat is there too, but he didn't stay for the whole episode. So he doesn't get he doesn't get credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oof. Little girl. I mean, you should have just stuck to your plan. It was a good plan, Sarah. It was a Sarah. good plan. You should, it was a good plan. But you hey, say, you leave. You get on out of here. You get out of here, you stupid little girl. You yes. stupid, gross little girl. Stupid little girl. Leave me alone. You know you nothing about stupid life. Stupid little girl. Yeah, you've never had to do taxes, you stupid little girl. <laughs> you idiot. I gotta do I, taxes. I sent a picture of the cat so you could look at them. Let me see this. Oh, <laughs> I cute. can tell which one didn't stay for the it, the gray one. I can tell. Absolutely. The gray one's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> cute. The black one's like, I love scary stories. This you know, sometimes it. people are scared of me. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh man. Creepy. Wow. Those are good. Those, like lots of chills, lots of chills, lots of thrills, lots of lots chills. of thrills, lots of chills. Nasty little kid goes, get out of here! Get I don't need that. Up, out of here! Get, get out of here! Get out of here! I'm surprised Sarah didn't just pee in her pants. I mean, but then that's a whole other thing you have to deal with. Yeah, I know, but what if like? What if you get so scared to pee your pants? Here's a thing that I think would happen to me in that situation. Okay. I My instinct in all sorts of dangerous situations is oh, confront. Yeah. Confront. Right. Right. Go to it. Say something. It's now or never, Marcy. You better say something or else you don't get to talk out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would kick and punch the air yes i think that's i would do I mean, oh i would scream and swear a bunch yeah and then i would kick and punch the shit out of the air what and if maybe you woke up one night and you heard your roommate scream 
Please get out of here. <gasps> I would grab my bat. And beat, and beat the shit out of your roommate. beat the shit out of Gilly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you ever wake me I would. Up. I think I would like uh, grab bat and my phone. Mm-hmm. I would throw, I would toss a bra on because I can't have my titty swinging around Honestly, when I'm swinging a so bat. Honestly, so much dude. time has passed now. You've kind of- <laughs> I would put a bra on. I would find some really good, strong shoes. I'd get uh, my roller skates <laughs> and my... <laughs> my- <laughs> the clothes I have in storage facility. <laughs> yes, I'd have to go get those because uh, they're really good for fighting off an intruder. Uh, <laughs> no, I'd grab a bat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and phone. Bat, phone, got it, got it, got it. And maybe scream, what's going on? <laughs> um, What's going on Excuse me, here? what's happening? What are we, what are we dealing with? Right I'm, now, I'm excuse me. Um, what is happening here? Excuse me, what's going on? Uh, that's I think extra scary just because you're in a foreign country. And- but, yes, because I was thinking that too. Of like, I don't know how to scream at a little ghost girl to get the fuck out of here in French or German. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I I could say that line from Home Alone. They're what you're what the French call les compétents. I remember I told that to our uh, French exchange student when I was in second grade, and she got so mad at me. She's like, <laughs> "Don't you ever say that?" And I was like, "What is it? What is it? What is I it assume mean? it just means like uh, incompetent." Like, yeah, 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 exactly. But I was just like, "Oh my god!" Wait, you it's know in it's- Home Alone. It can't be that bad. How bad? Your horse's ass. Do you know what's really funny? I just realized that we read two emails from the same person. Whoa. No, it's not that weird. I was going through the emails. Oh, okay. <laughs> not that weird. But okay. Sarah, double, double, toil and trouble. Sarah, we got you. You got us. You got us. We got you. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list them all and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I've had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service, and they'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash funnyfeeling. That's rocketmoney.com slash funnyfeeling. Rocketmoney.com slash funnyfeeling. A funny feeling is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. 
the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you, to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. I know that in the past five years of going to therapy, I've really been able to assess what matters most to me and focus my life in a in a much healthier way than I was before and knowing what's important, which is me and how I feel. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash a funny feeling today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash a funny feeling. <laughs> um, shall we listen to another listener story? Yes, yes, please. Hi, Marcy and Betsy. I have two stories for you today. Um, one is personal, one is kind of a local legend from where I live. Um, so I'm kind of like Betsy. I, oh, pardon me if I yawn. I just got off work. Um, so yeah, I'm a lot like Betsy where I am pretty scared of the paranormal. I would love to be able to have the confidence and be able to open myself up and experience things of the paranormal, but I'm just really anxious person. Um, I have a lot of phobias. I just don't think I can handle that, (laughs) that stress of that happening. You know, I've thought I've heard things or I've, I've definitely felt things and, um, I just kind of, push that away, build a wall around myself and say, please do not (laughs) try to communicate with me because I am not the person who is able to receive it. And so, yeah, so far I've never been hassled by any sort of paranormal activity for the most part. But so my personal story is about a dream that I had recently. Um, it's pretty depressing, but it really shook me um so basically I have a friend who I visited who um I'm really close with but we don't see each other all too often and when I went to visit her she couldn't keep the secret that she is pregnant um it was kind of too early to announce it but she just wanted to tell me and so yeah I don't have Facebook or anything so when I left and you know, I lived in another state and we kind of lost touch for a little bit. So fast forward a few months later, I had this dream where I heard that she had her baby and when I went to go visit her, I didn't see the baby. And I asked her, I asked the nurses, I asked anyone I could see where the baby was and they would just glance at me as though I didn't even say anything. I remember this dream like so vividly, which is really weird too, because I don't really remember a lot of my dreams. And, um, I, uh, so I, I did some investigating. I tried to go around and and find the nursery and I remember finding the nursery, looking through the cribs. I even remember looking at the names and 
and looking to find the one that was my friend's baby and I just couldn't find them and I remember walking around trying to ask more people no one would give me an answer or even talk with me and I left the hospital feeling really sad um and then I woke up and immediately was like oh no and so I couldn't get a hold of my friend obviously they were the first person I tried to contact um so I couldn't get a hold of her so I I contacted our mutual friend and they like I asked how she was our mutual friend and she was like oh you know same old same old and I was like well like did she announce she was pregnant she's like oh yeah like she was pregnant but she lost the baby she announced that that she was pregnant but she lost it and my heart just sank and my stomach dropped because I knew I knew that was gonna be what she was gonna say but I also want I hope that my dream was just some bizarre dream that had no meaning but it really felt like something or someone was trying to tell me that information for some reason um so that was pretty difficult um obviously not as difficult as what my friend went through but it just kind of really shook me um so my next story is a local legend from uh, uh southern utah the town of Kanab. I, I recently listened to one of your episodes where there was someone who who told a story out of this town and when she first mentioned Kanab, I was like, oh, she's going to tell this story. And then she didn't, so I was like, well, I got to tell it now. So um, there's been this local legend for hundreds of years that the last emperor of the Aztecs, Montezuma, who who was killed by the Spanish, um, that he gave his gold to, you know, part of <laughs> his, his royalty or whatever, um, and before he died and told them to flee and, and bury it somewhere so they couldn't get to it. Um, and so it's rumored that they did and that they went north, which to where it would later be the United States and for some reason um it could be folklore I I don't know this town is really famous for all the wild western movies that were filmed here because of the geography is just so perfect and beautiful for that um but anyways you know maybe it was from one of those stories or a movie or a book or something so Anyways, there's this lake that it's it's is said that that's where Montezuma's gold is, and that um, the Aztecs who brought it up here went in there and somehow buried the treasure under the lake, and then killed themselves so that their spirits could live on and protect the treasure. And it's kind of a wild story. Um, you know, don't know how if it's true or not, but some really creepy shit has happened at this lake that this was told to have happened at. Um, all I've heard is that 
in the recent history anyone who's tried to go into that lake and investigate it something bad has happened to them so about 30 years ago the person who owned that lake um hired people to try to investigate it because you know montezuma's gold would be worth billions of dollars today so why not and um he hired a diver and the diver's equipment kept messing up wasn't you know it took a few tries and getting replacement equipment before he could even dive and then when he dove down his like breathing apparatus malfunctioned and he felt like someone was strangling him maybe it's because his breathing stuff stopped working i don't know but he also said he thought he saw ghosts and he shot up to the top and was like no i'm done with that (laughs) no thank you so um the person who owned the lake or owned the property that the lake was on um he hired some other people i think he hired someone with like a drill or some other type of equipment and again the same thing the equipment kept breaking and or just malfunctioning seemingly you know worked the day before and for some reason isn't working now um and so this this guy whose equipment he was using um he had to go back and get new equipment or like go home and get some more but he didn't end up coming back because that night he died of a heart attack and um his wife died of a heart attack a week later um and so those are the only instances that i remember being told when i first got here um i'm not sure if there are any others um i think there was like some national geographic like show or like youtube show or something that covered this story if you just look up like montezuma's gold southern utah you could probably find more information about it than i've heard but um but yeah it's kind of crazy i think because of the local legend there's probably a lot of shenanigans that go on there because there's like i see the lake every morning um driving to work and it's completely fenced in there's big you know warning no trespassing signs like um yeah so so yeah it must you know have something going on um i really appreciated the your guest recently who was talking about how you know there's kind of racist implications and chalking all of these hauntings and these like these kind of natural places to like be native americans and stuff like that because you know it's like yeah who's (laughs) why should we be blaming them when we killed them and stole their land so who knows maybe it's the spirit of someone who tried to go looking for that gold and died in the process and now he's haunting the shit out of anyone else who tries um i really don't know but obviously some spooky shit's happening um and this this area is a little spooky in itself it's so so beautiful but there's definitely like a thick energy of something going on around here um yeah so anyways i hope you enjoyed my story i love your podcast so much it's one of the only podcasts where i've probably listened to every episode and i enjoy every single one of them and yeah you guys are awesome all right thanks bye
gosh. Thank you. Whoa. Thank you. That's so nice. So nice. Dude, underwater ghosts. That's that's very scary, man. Also, is that how they got the Goonies idea? (gasps) Maybe. I guess sunken treasure is a thing you're right you're right you're right sunken treasure is like a big old thing that's a big popular thing but how wild like uh, in a lake in a landlocked like that's cool yeah that's you would think it's almost impossible not to find it you would think Uh, here's what i think happened okay uh montezuma dies right that's the the person the aztec yes and his friends are like don't worry we're gonna protect the gold and they're like yeah yeah well we're gonna do we're gonna kill ourselves and that's how we're gonna protect it so that when we are dead our ghosts will protect cool guys got it yes sounds good sounds good all right we're all gonna tell right one two three we're dead we're not dead Take the gold. Dead. We're taking the gold. We're taking the gold and running. We're gonna run. We're I running. Mean, could you imagine me being like Betsy when I die? I need <laughs> you to kill yourself so you can protect. It's like, well, you're dead. Why don't you yeah. protect it? <laughs> right? Yeah. No, you're yeah, you protect it, man. I've been protecting you your whole life. That's this... it's because it's very ancient Egypt too, of like <laughs> yeah. When I die, you guys got to be buried with me because then you protect me. And it's like, what? That Come on, is man. That is a prank. That is a prank <laughs> Big old played. life prank. That's a big old <laughs> prank. Do me a favor. Kill yourself to protect <laughs> me. Like, can you not get a guard who's already dead? Can you? Right? Like, there's people who have died, I'm sure, who would love to help you out, bro. Right? Where it is like, <laughs> hey, let's like, yeah, as soon as you go to the end afterworld, it's like, oh, shit, you're a pharaoh and you just died. Hey, I was, I'm down to watch you or whatever yes. it is. I, hey, man. But we're smart. The more I, the more we're discussing it, the more I actually do believe the people did not kill themselves. They ran off with the gold. And they stole it. And then people go down there and they can't find it, so they keep pushing further and further until they're like, and the "Oh, equipment sh- doesn't work." Oh, shit, this is a bad plan. Bad plan. It I must mean, be a curse. <laughs> it's cursed. Yeah, this us diving in a lake for gold. <laughs> And not finding it must be the curse. It's got to be the curse. But one of the divers said they saw ghosts underwater. I mean. That's awful. I hope it was a a, a sea hag. Oh, cool. A lake hag? A lake hag. What do you call a male hag? Like um, a dirty sack of shit or something? (laughs) 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 I almost said a president. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. We got some haggy presidents lately. Be- oh, m- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, haggy, dog. Uh, Haggies. <laughs> or a hog. Yeah. You know, like maybe a, a, a dude hag is a hog. Ha- you hog. fucking filthy hog. <laughs> 
just like a penis. <laughs> you big yeah, hog. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now the other story about oh, the French pregnancy, God. which is so sad, but I think it was just maybe your subconscious or not, but like something about you picking it up, and that was how you were able to like let yourself know the information you know like like oh i believe that she would have a baby at some point and then then it not like like i think it's the interpretation of the dreamer more so than like a message from beyond but that the dreamer and the person telling the story has a bit of intuition with them wow yeah i don't know that's just what i think that's good because I, I just have a very firm belief that that death is not as sad, especially for the dead. I don't think it's a very sad and like mournful, woeful process. Oh, I, that's nice. I think for us, the living, because we don't yeah. understand it and we miss them. Right. But, I think but once on the it other, happens. Yeah, that you're like, oh, I get it. This is all fluid and it comes and goes. Wow, yeah. It's the thing that makes me feel better about stuff. Yeah, that makes me feel way better about about it. I like that. I got to start thinking like that. Yeah, and that, (laughs) you know, there's no permanence to any of this. So it's like, well, you know, maybe that soul has another shot some other place or some other time or it's already, you know. Right. I don't think that takes away from any of the feelings of loss and grief that like, we have here. But that is the thing that makes me have a little bit of hope that's like all all things come around again. Yeah. Oh, man, that would be nice. Be nice. That would be nice. Like uh, when I asked Bo to be reincarnated. I keep wondering if he's one of these cats, but I'm just not convinced that he okay, is. Okay, okay. Because it would be most likely to be Buster, but Buster's too sweetie. Too sweet. <laughs> he's just a, but- he's a giant boy, a giant panther boy who is just like a little goofy and a little clingy and too sweet. <laughs> but do you think maybe it could be Ken Soul's change and I, and grow and and be like okay this time maybe, around i'm gonna be a little sweetie yes maybe uh he was like look i miss i miss what we had and i probably shouldn't have been such a naughty boy sometimes <laughs> uh <laughs> right right so he's like i'll just be a sweetie let's see if we can get along better now yeah and i won't even attack her much <laughs> <laughs> yeah i promise i won't attack as much <laughs> He's very fun. I know it's going to be so long before you see him in person, but he kind of has like overlapping fangs. Like they, oh, like the over, like an uh, overbite, I guess, oh, are fangs. Cute. So he's like, <laughs> That's cute. And he looks perma terrified. Oh, perma scared. <laughs> yes. That's cute. He's a cutie. They're all That's cute. That's pretty though. cute. Oh, should I read one? Please, Betsy, or I'll keep talking about cats. (laughs) I gotta stop you from talking about cats. Um, should I talk about spooky stuff? Anything else, Marcy? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this one is 
is uh, titled An Orb and Vivid Dreams. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Hi, Marcy and Betsy. I've recently started listening to your podcast, and interestingly enough, I was trying to find podcasts to listen to while at work. Uh, I stumbled upon yours because it seemed like something I might be into. I have to say you two are hilarious. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm glad I I have to wear a mask at work because it keeps me from being embarrassed from laughing out loud. <laughs> <laughs> As a quick, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Whoa. Excuse me. Oh, my. Um. As a quick backstory, both of my paternal grandparents and niece passed away uh, back when I was in middle school and high school. Now, on to my story. A couple years ago, I was in the bathroom, you know, doing my business. <laughs> <laughs> when out of the corner of my eye, I see this orb. When I look in the direction of the orb, it was gone. It looked like a spherical ball that was kind of white but see-through. I'm pretty sure it was either one of my deceased grandparents or niece. Whoa. Whoa. Get out of the bathroom. Who? Save it. Which the, one? The orbs. <laughs> Leave people alone when they're in the bathroom doing stuff. Yeah, when you die, do you forget that people take shits in there or something? I get, maybe. You're just like, oh, what's this room? Hey! Oh, shoot. Oh, you caught, I caught you. Bad time. Okay. Or maybe it's like... When because you're vulnerable when you're taking a shit, it's easier. The veil is is lighter, like, so it's easier to connect. You're <laughs> open, like you're, you're your more, o- your asshole's you're- open, so your soul is open. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, man. Maybe, maybe. maybe. maybe I ain't no. Uh, uh, scientist or nothing but i think if your asshole's open then your mind and body's open to fucking see ghosts open your asshole to <laughs> me baby what song was that open your heart to me oh yeah darling then- i'll make you love the blah 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 blee. madonna madonna uh okay oh god i'm upset mama she's coming over here she doesn't like when i sing oh no she always comes I see over a to- huge claw come up into your zoom and just swipe your face <laughs> it is the oh. funniest thing that she just anytime i sing she's like what is she doing now what are you fucking doing all right sorry okay here we go as for my dreams It is crazy how vivid they are. So vivid that I can remember them the next day. The most recent one, well, the most recent ones I've had, uh, I have had was I was at a buffet restaurant. Fun. Oh my gosh. I hope those come back one day. They're toast, dude. No way, man. (laughs) I was at a buffet restaurant and my grandparents were at the same table I was sitting at. And uh, the other was. Sorry, hold on. I think it's the other dream I'm reading along to just in case our internet cuts out. Oh, yes. Okay. And the other dream was I saw my grandfather sitting in the same place his recliner chair used to be in my family, but uh, but on our new couch. During the dream, I thought to myself, oh, just at the other table. I bet another table. Okay, wait. 
I had a dream I was at a buffet restaurant and my grandparents were at the same table I was sitting at. And the other was I saw my grandfather sitting at the same place in his recliner that my that his recliner chair used to be in my family, but now is our new couch. Oh, during that dream. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Okay. I okay. And we I get know it. How to, I know how to do this. <laughs> during that dream, I thought to myself, he was just dead. But now he's alive. I've had many other dreams where mainly my grandfather has been in my dreams. Even though I was little, I was still closer to him than my grandmother and maternal grandparents. Every time he's in my dreams, I know that he's visiting and checking up on me. That's nice. A couple more vivid dreams I've had. Um, My brother was in them and he is alive today. The first one, I think I was in high school. All I can remember of this dream was he raised his arm, and as he was about to cut his arm off, he said, <gasps> May God have mercy on your soul. What the Ew. fuck? When I woke up the next day, I freaked out and made sure my brother was okay. The other dream was recent, but I have to say first, uh, the high school band teacher that was in it has been deceased for a little over a year now. Back to the dream. In the dream, the band teacher's back uh, was away from me, just like he was about to conduct a piece of music. My brother was first chair, and there was another person sitting right next to him. The next minute, I see the band teacher burst into flames and explodes. What? I Uh saw my brother get hit by the explosion and die. I have not told him about this one, and I don't know if I should or not. Whoa. Whoa. Jeez Louise. Whoa. I, we got to look at what flames and explosions mean in dreams. <laughs> One last dream that does not pertain to anyone in my family, and it was the most vivid of them all. Back around Christmas 2019, I had a dream that I was in a church sanctuary. All of a sudden, I see this person in red standing on the stage of the sanctuary. The next moment, a baby in white floats up out of the pews and the figure in red vanishes. I'm pretty sure the figure in red was the devil and the baby in white was Jesus. I've asked many different people that are either a pastor or involved in a church what they think my dream might be. What do you ladies think? Thanks for reading my story, and I can't wait to hear. Uh, I can't wait to listen to many past and future podcasts. Sincerely, Abby. Abby. Whoa, what Abby! Those, those are some wild dreams. Yeah, what those? Why are they so? Um, they seem very violent, right? Yes, exploding, and then your brother dying from that. Let's see, what dream about, what, 12? What happened, you say? What dream about 12? I'm, I'm looking up fire and dream, fire and oh. explosions and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it definitely, like, I, I'm so curious, uh, Abby, uh, if they are very religious or... Right. Oh, yeah, with that second, that that last one of, like, that is... That yeah, that's some like heaven and hell shit. It also made me think of uh, the uh, Twilight series when they're like pick like the, the they like know that she's pregnant, so they worry about the other people coming to get her and whatever. Blah 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 blah. Don't spoil it. <laughs> Don't 
don't spoil it. I'm sorry. You didn't watch don't it in the past 13 it. years. and I tried to... We tried watching it. And it sucked so bad we stopped. <laughs> <laughs> no. She gets pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Sorry. She her baby's name is Renesme. Wait, do you oh, not shit. know you, this? You, I'm Rene- gonna spo- what, can what I spoil it? it for you? I'm gonna can spoil I spoil it? it? I'm not watching that shit. If you haven't watched Breaking Dawn, you're about to get you're gonna, it's gonna get ruined for you right now. Uh oh. Uh oh. Spoiler alert. Okay, go watch and, Breaking Dawn one and two. And our internet is bad, so Betsy may not even get to hear what I'm spoiling. <laughs> so, yeah, Marcy might have to say it a couple of times. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So okay. Before they have sex on the on their honeymoon. <gasps> And I don't they remember. Get married? They get married. They have sex on their honeymoon. And I don't know. I can't remember this. So I apologies, all you Twilight heads out there. I don't know if they had sex before she became, like, fully became a vampire. How do you fully become a vampire in that world? Do you have to die? Do they kill her or something? Something. And then, like, they kill her. And then, at the, like, before she's fully dead, it like, gives his Bring- blood or. That okay, seems okay. to be the trend in vampires. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so I don't know, but either that or like either she wasn't fully a vampire yet or it was before she became a vampire. They boned, got pregnant, and she, because of the oh. weird aging process, even though vampires do not age, for some reason this baby gets old fast. Like she, Ew! It, you know, I've heard of this, I think. In a matter of weeks, she, like, gives birth to the baby, and then the baby grows up fat. And the baby almost kills her. So <gasps> that's one thing, because it's, like, sucking her blood inside. That's how it grows so fast. Ew! So it's a full-on vampire baby. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. know vampires could, have, could make babies. Well, that's the part of it being her being alive. Oh, because she that, being human. Yes, so... And then Jacob, that werewolf dude, comes and he like comes to meet the baby and he sees her. Comes to eat the baby? Meat. Meat. A werewolf would eat a baby. Does he eat the baby? Oh my God. And he imprints on the baby because he's going to marry her one day. Wait. Wait, what? (laughs) What is that? Imprints? He sees the baby. They look at each other. He knows they're going to get married one day. Him and the baby. Wasn't he w- hooking up with her? <laughs> Look, it didn't work out between. Wait. It didn't work out, Betsy. He has to move on. He can't wait for Bella his whole life. And <laughs> so now she's his enemy because she's a fucking vampire. No, <sighs> he's going to take her little halfling and marry her. <laughs> Whoa, that's wild. Isn't that sick? <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking weird, dude. <laughs> it's fucking weird. I don't care if that baby ages fast. It's still that's a baby. fucked up, man. <laughs> it's fucked up. <gasps> what? Twilight's-, Twilight's nutty, man. It's like written. I, I I think the it's all like allegory for like waiting until you're married or something. Oh, so did they wait until they're yeah, married? Or- yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, oh. good for them. Oh, good. I'm <laughs> good so glad. I'm so glad. Have you ever... I'm sure you watched True Blood. 
No, not really. I've seen a couple of episodes. Oh. Do you think I'd like it? It gets really silly and funny. There's especially our friend Michael McMillan's. Uh, yes, his seasons are kind of like, yeah. There's like, I think it's written pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll give it a shot. I think the first season is great too. Okay. But, you know, it it gets it goes a lot of places. Let's just say that <laughs> it goes a lot of places. I did fall off around like season five or something, but. Um, but it's still, I think, a fun watch. But I read all the Sookie Stackhouse books. Who um, who did True Blood? Or yeah, who's Sookie? Sookie Stackhouse is like the character, the main character, right? But there's books, and she's like a crime-fighting psychic who loves to have sex with just all these vampires. and where She has sex with a were-tiger. The, the, the lead character in... Yeah, it's based True on a series blood. of it's based on a series of books. Oh, okay. By it, Charlene Harris, I think is the writer's name. Okay. And they are so one, they're like they're, look, I think it's fun and I think the property is brilliant. What a good idea to have a psychic who uh falls in love with a vampire and she can great. read his mind. What a great idea. Very good. It's written at like a fourth grade reading level. So they're oh, just a fun. breeze. Just it's a breeze. Through them. <laughs> but it's like so filthy, too. <laughs> so Whoa. it's like she sees a guy who looks like <laughs> she's, she, he looks like Vin Diesel, oh. and, <laughs> which I think is very funny that this is that that writer's like idea of the hottest person. Like yes. in the books, he looks like Vin Diesel and he's a but then he turns into a tiger and he has a big old dick. What? <laughs> Wait, what? This is, I forget which book it's in, but I was like, we've jumped the shark. <laughs> wow. It's I'm read, looking. Oh, here's <laughs> Sookie Stackhouse quotes. Uh-huh. I was like, I want to look at a sexy moment. A quote or a sexy moment? A well, sexy was, moment from the book. Yeah. Uh, I think look up Sookie Stackhouse, uh, Were Tiger. <laughs> Sookie <laughs> Stackhouse. Uh, Were Tiger. Yeah, great. Where, and you can find some great uh, uh, fan Tiger. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's called The Southern Vampire Mysteries. <laughs> And boy, it's just, I read so many of them. How many books are there? I mean, they sound pretty fun. They're so fun and they're so easy to read. I want to say that I read like at least 11. Whoa. Let's see. We got, oh gosh, how many novels are there? Okay. There's one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Tw- maybe I just maybe I read all twelve of them. Wow! I bet you read them all. I bet I, I bet I read every single one of them. And God bless Charlene Harris, Charlene, yeah. Charlene Harris, Charlene, Charlene. Hi, Charlene. Charlene, what you're doing? <laughs> She's Here's great. a quote from one of the novels. Woo woo, secret vampire stuff. <laughs> Sookie said that. I don't know. Somebody sc- 
screamed it in one of her books. <laughs> oh, well, I'm telling you, it's great. It's a fun. Oh, that piece. sounds fun. If you, yeah, if you don't want to watch True Blood, but you want to read a horny psychic having sex with a lot of different I vampires. mean, yeah, that sounds like a fun read. Yeah. And there's some, you know, sometimes sad things happen too, but now there's going to be sex with a panther at some point. Oh, now we're talking. All right. I don't want to blow our load too much, but I'm going to read <laughs> one last one. Sounds good. Okay. This is quarantine story at the ending. What? <gasps> what? What? Ha. Hello, Marcy and Betsy. Love the podcast. I have a grouping of stories from the past to present date that are linked to one location. The last story ends at the beginning of the current quarantine and the first starts in the early 1990s. Wow. This sounds like a Sookie Stackhouse, too. This sounds very Sookie Stackhouse. Sookie, Sookie Stackhouse. Sookie Stackhouse, yeah. Uh, I live in the northeast part of Pennsylvania in an older rural area. I had to burp a little bit. Sorry. Nasty. That's so gross. It's just bursting. <laughs> not many grocery stores to choose from and not a ton of shopping in general if you don't want to drive a while. <laughs> just read, read, like, make it your own is what they said. Um, so the first story starts back in the early 1990s. I was a teenager and walking out of our local small grocery store. It was an uneventful trip just for some basic stuff, probably a pack of Swedish fish and a Coca-Cola. Hell yeah, dude. As I approached my car in the parking lot, an older 60-ish age woman, I don't know, came up to me. (laughs) That's not unusual here as someone may come up to you recognizing you and say, tell your granny or hello to your uncle from me type conversation that happens in a small town. The woman smiled at me and instead said, you are a beacon, a lighthouse, if you will. Listen to them. They know you can hear. <gasps> I nearly dropped overhearing that. Uh, uh, you spill your Swedish fish on the ground. That's so scary. The Coke bottle like cracks. <laughs> I have heard things since I was a little child and always chalked it up to my mind playing tricks on me. Uh. Snippets of music, voices, always faint, but I definitely heard things. I saw things, too. I never acknowledged anything because I was too scared. It was never enough to make out what was being said, but I knew if if it was there. But I knew if it was there and I could hear it. (gasps) Growing up in my house, I did hear stuff constantly. But if I mentioned it to anyone, no one else could hear it. So I gave it up in a way. Oh, fast forward to my early 20s. I'm married now. My husband and I pull into the parking lot at that grocery store to get some stuff for dinner. I felt sick like I couldn't get out of the car sick, tired and nauseous. My husband went in to get stuff to grill for dinner and I sat in the car feeling like I was going to die. Weirdly, I didn't feel like that until we got close to the market. So he is shopping for all of us and in coincidence runs into my aunt. She said, oh, I just saw, I'm going to leave the name. I'm going to give the name. I'm going to call her your name for privacy's sake. Okay. So now you are the person writing the story. Oh, I just saw Betsy. (gasps) And he assumed it was in the parking lot because I was so sick. And she said, no, she was an aisle over. So he said that it couldn't be me as he left me in the car and ran in since I felt so sick suddenly. Needless to say, she said, no, I saw her in the store and we waved at each other. 
he was thinking, what the heck? And then he was going down an aisle and actually saw <gasps> me. Not me as the actual me, but a doppelganger of me. Ew. And it that disappeared when he turned. This it, is fucked up, dude. It is. This is fucking this me is up, man. This is snack house This stuff. is Stooky snack house for sure. It was a small <sighs> store in a small town, yet when he turned the corner, there was nowhere to go. I was no longer there. I also did not have the same clothes on that I did that day. I am kind of unique looking, you know, like Betsy, right? Um, I'm average height and build, big tits, but I do have very distinct wavy, long, strawberry blonde hair, and I'm brown-eyed. This person who looked exactly like me waved to my aunt and also my husband saw and followed through the store until they vanished, looked identical to me. Weird, and I don't know what to make of it, especially since I was parked at the entrance slash exit waiting on him and i didn't see anyone exit until he paid and came out and followed by my aunt and they saw they um my aunt telling me they saw me i don't know if i was sick and sent my doppelganger to shop or what that's just bizarre to think about whoa last story involving the same place prior to covid19 pandemic becoming the big deal it is (laughs) right before the stay-at-home orders came into effect beginning of march 2020 i'm now in my 40s i had a bad dream and i woke up and i could uh, and all i could take from it was to get ready uh that so it would be like we're recording this early March too. So it's about a year. So, a year so I talk to my husband and I tell him he knows to take my dreams seriously. Now, after 20 some years, I have a lot of precognitive dreams that don't make sense until the event happens. The dream I actually had came true. I was, it was me shopping in a grocery store with shelves huh. bare. And as a mom of four young adults slash teenagers, that's a nightmare. Um, oh man yeah so i i decided the next day to go out and get some stuff not to stockpile for the armageddon but just to have mac and cheese on hand and pasta and yeah. soup so that we could eat if we didn't want to go out for, if we didn't get out for a bit my Hell husband yes. who loves to grocery shop unlike me goes with me we are in the larger aisle close to the pharmacy with a cart full of stuff i see an older man coming with light blue members only jacket hell yeah dark glasses and a black vfw hat on i told my husband to move out of his way and directed the grocery cart out of the old man's way he tipped his hat at me and said better get ready things are going to get crazy i laughed it off and smiled at him but apparently i was the only one who heard or saw the old man yes oh i was thinking that oh my god i did too i did too my husband said to me what are you doing and i said i was moving the cart for the old man but then i kind of snapped to reality and there was no old man there and i pushed our cart out of the way for no one it was very bizarre yeah man whoa next day or so our state got a stay-at-home order but i heard what the man said and knew we were in for a crazy time lol (laughs) i have so many experiences over my life it's just hard to write those three but Oh, 
I, I have so many experience over my life. It was hard, right? Just those three. Got it. Yes, I understand the context now. <laughs> but <laughs> they're connected. And the last one was at the start of quarantine. So I wanted to share. I will write again about growing up in the 80s and in, leg- in a legit haunted house and other odd experiences with the ghosts and weird phenomena wow. that I've been lucky enough to experience. I've been doing curbside pickup for groceries the last couple of months, but I'm sure there will be a fourth story at that store in the future. Right. Thanks for reading this. And let me know what you think about the doppelganger thing that gives me the most creeps out of the three experiences. Wow. The doppelganger. There's a, like a part of me is like the thing knew they were in the car and made her feel sick so she couldn't go in so the thing doppelganger could be in there whoa with that because if you see your doppelganger the world explodes does it yeah 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 your head explodes your head explodes for sure i wonder i mean that's a good theory that you know it's like because like uh -uh. to feel suddenly so sick the closer you get to that market, it's like the doppel, doppel new, the doppel new, yeah, doppel new, dude. It was like, okay, well, I'm gonna make you sick because I want to go shopping. It's my time now. Wow. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like any other explanation I could, which would only be like time, time slips, you know, that, like, or time overlaps. Right. Right. That doesn't explain. The only thing that could explain the getting sick is like maybe there was sort of like a little ripple in the time space, you know. Yeah, where where the body was just kind of like. uh, uh. And she's very sensitive to it because she is intuitive and precognitive. Yep. Whoa. Remember Buffy when she knew vampires were coming? She'd get period cramps real bad. Wait, really? I never watched Buffy. I need to watch it. It's in the movie. It's the Christy Swanson version. Whoa, with Luke I haven't Perry. watched that in years. Yeah, she like is like, oh, because <sighs> vampires are coming, and her late her little ovaries knew it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a Ben Affleck plays a a vampire basketball player. What? Yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I gotta watch that again. I haven't seen it since like so into vampires. Right. Middle school. You love vampires. They're hot. I'm okay with vampires. They're sexy. I'm okay with them. They are pretty sexy. They're hot, sexy. Just oh, you know, just like uh, pale, pale, thin. Oh, a lot of them just well, seem sad. I need a fun, I need a Dracula dead and loving it, Dracula. Well, Eric Northman, vampire. I think, was sort of a fun vampire, but you didn't Who? watch enough True Blood. That's oh, shit. Alexander now you're breaking up so much. Well, I'm screaming at you oh. about Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> Skarsgård. 
He's in Look, it. My connection is unstable. You keep popping. We in just got to end this thing. We got to end this podcast, Betsy. We got to end it. We got to. Right. It's blowing up my internet. <laughs> well, everyone go watch some vampire shit and keep sending us your emails and voice messages yes. about spooky stuff. Yeah, we love them. <laughs> so many Wait, awkward pauses. <laughs> I gotta go home. <laughs> I gotta go home. Okay. All yeah, right. Thank bye. you so much. You're you're all the best. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> oh yeah! Thank you so much for listening to a funny feeling. If you have a paranormal experience that you would like to share, please send us a voice memo, or you can email us just a letter at funnyfeelingpod at gmail.com. I'm Marcy. I'm Betsy. And don't shit your pants! That was a HeadGum Podcast.